This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> What's up, Pango? Are you going to say anything, or are you just going to lurk and listen? <laughs> uh, I'm just lurking right now. I'm at work. Oh. I got you pulled up on So, if anything pertinent comes up, I'll let you know. Nice. I will, uh, yeah, keep me on speakerphone at work, and I'll, I'll keep the racism to a, to a dull roar. <laughs> there is entirely too much snow on the ground outside. That's for sure. You got like nine inches, 10 inches, something like that. <laughs> and also there's a ton of snow. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I noticed you're in here as well. Released a new episode of your show. The, uh, what is it? Biannually now we do. <laughs> I appreciate all of Tripod's content creators, no matter how slow they might be. <laughs> What's up, dude? You, you should be able to talk now. Maybe. Or biannual, soon to be triannual. But oh, look at you, triannual! You can do three a year. You, will Will you guys be able to handle that kind of schedule? Gosh, I hope so. <laughs> well, it's not for lack of trying, is uh, my understanding. At least not on your part. But we don't need to. Not on my part. Not on my part. <laughs> we don't need to uh, air out dirty laundry, as it were. No, I could probably uh, take a little work on my end, but. I could record alone and then just dub in the audio from the boys <laughs> from previous episodes. Right. Yeah. Well, or if they don't, if they don't want to do it in person, you know, do it like this. I mean, you know, it's not ideal, but why not? Ton, tons of people do, do them online. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it a try. I'm sure. But I, I like, I don't know. I like going out there. Yeah. Doing it. Well, doing it in person is a, is a much better final product, I think. Right. Yeah. Speaking of Hango though, he, uh, he actually bought Matt a microphone for his phone, uh, which we still have to test out, but he, he showed it to me and I was like, I was like, well, damn, it's more professional than I've got. Well, what's on your mind, Aaron? Should we start our church that we were talking about? <laughs> That's a really pretty church. I, yeah. Isn't it though? I'd love to know the story behind that. Yeah. Yeah. I would too. That's a uh, rural congregation that I guess faded over time or something and decided maybe it was to sell a private the whole church thing. or, yeah. Because it looked like there was a trailer on the lot and I'm, I'm guessing that's not included in the sale price, but I guess that maybe that's where the pastor like lived or something or. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it worked. But what's crazy is that you will find, um, because that is something that I do from time to time for to entertain myself, you know, keep the dream alive is, is I'll, you know, browse through Zillow. And you will find quite a bit um, properties that have more than one building 
and some of them even more than one living quarters, uh, like a little mother-in-law house, they call it. Um, right. Or you'll find a lot of them that have, you know, it's a house, a house, and then, um, you know, there, w- there will be a trailer as well or what have you. But, well, excuse me for a moment while I spark the holy herb. Mmm, good for what ails you. <laughs> uh, where is that? that? That was in Dixon, Missouri, or Dixonville, or something like that. I don't know where that is. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I was just looking around. I was just looking around Middle Missouri. Ozarkia, as they call it. Middle Missouri, northern Arkansas. Northern Oklahoma. Yeah, those are those South are all the Florida. Uh, no, God no. I, like I told you, man, avoid avoid the sea. You got to avoid the oceans. It's a problem because I love the oceans. Maybe it's only a problem because you love the oceans, though. Like I always say, you can't think too tactically. You know, you could be inland a little bit, but like on a a tributary of a river. Like still within a few miles of the ocean. Yeah, I'd probably do something like that. Potentially. I mean, I'd do that before trying to get right next to the ocean, man, because that's that's bad news. There's nowhere you can go. They pin you against the sea. You're done. You like you like war history. You should know these things. <laughs> I'm uh I just blundered my queen in this chess game. <laughs> oh, did you? I was I was actually just totally. gonna bring up chess. <laughs> totally gave her away. Why can't I beat these assholes? I can I can beat you and Rick easy enough. <laughs> yeah, but we're also not very good players at all. So <laughs> so I don't know. I don't yeah, know. You're, that... you're getting there. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I beat you the other day. That was a that was a smashing win on my yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, it was destroyed you. Took your queen, and then there was like what, two or three other pieces back to back to back. I just slaughtered. You uh, definitely make me concentrate more than Rick does. <laughs> does he know that? <laughs> uh, does he know? Yeah, I think he does. He, he knows he's not very good, but he, he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the desire to put the time into it. Oh, well, does he have a set though? Cause that, that's how I'm getting better too. Well, I was, I haven't a couple days actually, but that's how I was getting better is I was, I was playing everybody here at the house too. He doesn't have a set. No. No. Yeah. Well, I need to be teaching a little. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Well, it's a great game. Um, and I never let, I've never let my kids win, but they do love it. I'm frustrated with myself. Oh, cause you're, uh... cause you're chess game or something else. No, I uh, I was gonna go to Chick Fil A for dinner. No, oh, um, God, been... why, why? What is it with you and fast food, man? We gotta, you gotta, you need to detox. You need to, you need to do a salt and sugar detox and learn not to eat fast food. We've been in on, uh, well, be that as it may, uh, <laughs> we've been in all week because of the snow. So, uh, said I, my, we, you know, she. She probably likes it more than me. She likes to get the wrap with the uh, crunchy chicken instead of grilled chicken. 
Oh man. Well, whatever, whatever store you go to absolutely hates that. I'll tell you that right now. Red Rivers does it without complaint. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? There's no problem at all. They just make it for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, no one's going to complain, but it is a pain in the ass for the kitchen. I'll tell you that right now. Cause I used to have to make them. <laughs> now they, they have to make it special. Do they have the grilled ones usually ready to go? Oh yeah. Yeah. The grilled ones are pre-made. Okay. So they have to make it special with the crunchy chicken. Yes. Yeah. The fried chicken. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little bit bad, but that's what the old lady wants. Yeah. Well, I know all too well that, uh, whatever your old lady wants, your old lady gets. <laughs> Isn't that right, babe? Well, anyway, I'm distracted. <laughs> so I had to run something up to the post office and I listened on the radio that there was an accident down that way by mid rivers. So I decided I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mosey that way after all. I'll, I'll stay somewhere closer. So I went with Arby's gross. Yeah. Well, uh, you, yeah, I don't know why I did. I should have gone to crazy bowls and wraps or, uh, and got some of the bland chicken. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I don't know. It just was a $16 that I'm not happy with because I inadvertently ordered, I thought I ordered just plain roast beef combo meal, but they gave me the roast beef and cheddar with that fake cheese sauce on it, which just, it's disgusting. So what a waste, what a waste of $16 tonight. And you actually went out for food tonight? Jeez. Because I've been, Meredith has been pulling up the MoDOT thing and like all day it shows all roads like completely covered. (laughs) No, they're they're pr- they're pretty clear now. I mean, ninety four is two lanes are pretty clear, up and down. Even this Jung Station, the you know the road off where our subdivisions off of by the off of ninety four, that one's the lanes are clear. Oh, really? How about in your neighborhood though? They get in there? No, the neighborhood's still packed. Packed. They scrape. They uh, plowed, but it's it's like packed snow down. You know. Yeah, it's like the two inches of snow slash ice. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's always. I don't there. know how much ice there is. It's like maybe maybe a little bit. It's mostly just packed dense snow because the sun came out today and did help a lot. So. Yeah, but when it gets down to what's it? It's supposed to get down to like six degrees or something tonight. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, that'll that'll. Oh, apparently tomorrow. Apparently, it's three degrees. Is what Meredith just said. Well, hopefully, we don't wake up to a bunch of frozen quail. Aren't they in the basement? Uh, no, they're not. No, the quail are outside. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the male is inside because, you know, he's a king. We can't have him getting cold. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's because he's an asshole. Yeah, it is. It is actually because he's an asshole. <laughs> he doesn't play nice with others. He tries He tries to hump everybody and peck everybody. And <laughs> yeah, I failed to see the problem with that. <laughs> yeah, it's the same problem I have in a group. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> well, if you saw him trying to kamikaze everything he gets near, you'd understand. No, he, he a hundred percent does. He's not a, he's, he's not a good <laughs> bird. Yeah. I didn't know y'all bought Japanese quail. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start selling, uh, like I, like I mentioned on the show, we're going to, we're going to start selling tickets to the cockfights and we'll just do, <laughs> but it'll be quail. <laughs> Well, look, I already told you that your daughter's probably got some redneck blood in her somewhere over how excited she was over that alligator head. Oh, 100%. So yeah. 
cockfighting is just the next step. That's true. Yeah. Right in the same lane. <laughs> yeah, I would say. I forget that you don't know my family, Hango, because you would not be surprised at that reaction if you knew where I grew up. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, uh, definitely pulled a, a diamond in a hillbilly rough. That's it. <laughs> Uh, I think it's safe to say that I never really fit in where I grew up, but now that's where we would rather be. So life is getting weird. Yeah. But just because we would rather be there physically doesn't mean we would rather be there <laughs> ideologically. I'm telling you guys, get out of population centers, move to the country. That's the plan. There's plan for sale. Uh, depending on where you go, it's relatively cheap. You can get about 40 acres down here for, I don't know, $100,000. And, of course, it's cheaper the less you buy. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a guy here uh, in the town that I – outside the town I live in. um, A guy bought 120 acres for half a million. Wow. It's all woodland. He's going to cut and replant just sustainable income. Yeah. Now, actually, speaking of uh, land and all that sort of thing, I um, I was talking to producer Eric today, uh, who never gets on these live streams, <laughs> or or else we'd just talk about it. Um, but he he was telling me because I actually sent him in the same vein as I I do to you, Aaron. Uh, I was sending him Zillow links that I was just coming across, just because you know it's 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 something I do. You know, we want to move and just trying to get ideas and and look and. And uh, I was talking to him about it, and I sent him a Zillow link. I was like, yeah, man, check this out in Missouri. And he was absolutely floored. <clears throat> he lives in, I think it's, I'm, I'm not going to say the city name, um, but it's it's rural Washington. It's not, it's not up by um, Seattle or anything like that. Like, it's definitely rural, but he was telling me, I mean, he, he, he actually looked on Zillow and sent me a couple links, and he's like, yeah, look at the prices here. And it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, so it really depends on, on like what state you're going in terms of price. Um, cause what I've found around here, even with Missouri, like those three I mentioned earlier, Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, you know, you really can trade off how nice or how big of a house you want. Um, like you can go down in that department and you'll find, but you can get a lot more land for the price. Uh, or you can go the other way and have the bigger house, you know, for the same kind of price. So that's what, that's, that's kind of what I do when I scroll through. I just, and just keep looking at them. Minimum of five acres is the requirement. Um, if I could find a place with a spring on it, that would be an absolute dream come true. But who knows? And two bathrooms. We are not doing this nonsense forever. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, right now there's four people sharing one, one, one bathroom. Yeah, when me and me and Tink were looking for a house, that was kind of our big thing. No matter how big or how small the house was, it had to have two bathrooms. Uh, dealing with one bathroom is a headache. Not so much for just me and her, but when you have an actual family. God, it's because she grew up in a house with one bedroom between her, her mom, and her brother. And just three people sharing one is bad enough. I couldn't imagine having 
another one in the mix. We're doing okay because there's still really little. So everybody pretty much just gets ready in their own rooms. And we've been really careful to set it up that way. Like they have mirrors and stuff. But as far as like bedtime and teeth brushing and all of that, it gets a little bit obnoxious. Or when everybody needs to take a shower at the same time, it's just, it takes forever to do everything. (laughs) Well, and also it may or may not be my son's favorite thing to declare that someone's in the bathroom when he needs to go so he can go out and pee in the yard. There's, we do have a fair bit of that around here. <laughs> That's not going to stop. <laughs> yeah, probably not. That's what they did at their, uh, their cousin's houses who live on an actual farm. Um, we were out there staying with them. And did I tell you about that, babe? I was in the, I was in the car waiting for you guys to come back out so we could go over to wh- wherever or whatever. And literally her two boys and our boy all walked out on the front lawn and just started peeing all three of them at the same time. And I was like, I looked up and I'm like, what are you guys doing? And, and, and Lucas said to me, he goes, we're country boys. We're peeing outside. <laughs> no, that was, no, that was literally anything. Once they came back was just, I'm a country boy and country boys can survive. Like that was, it was like a month of just straight that. And then Elsie would get so upset because she was like, no, Cause I'm a country girl. And he was like, that's not how it goes. And it was a whole fight after we went there. No, I still, um, when I'm at my second house outside the city limits, I still walk off the back of the patio and, and just let her go. Oh yeah. And I'm 40. So, you know, fuck yeah, there, them. there's no, <laughs> there's nothing quite like the simple pleasure of being outside. It really is. Um, it's a lost art. I'll be honest. <laughs> I miss Vicky. <laughs> oh, she wants to talk. Here we go. Oh, man. You should be able to talk. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Oh, Addison, have you ever thought about beekeeping? Uh, <laughs> actually, we're in a uh, hot. Well, it's not really a hot debate, but. Yeah, we are actually discussing maybe even doing that this summer. Um, There are some people who really want to do it and some people who are a bit apprehensive for a variety of reasons, as as would be understandable. (laughs) But yeah, we no, we've thought about it. We definitely want to do it. Gotcha. Sorry, I kind of interrupted the conversation. (laughs) Oh, that's okay. We both might be interested and or apprehensive about it because getting stung by bees sucks but having honey is awesome and we spend a lot of money on honey now so much money well i could use a local honey source so (laughs) yeah now i think i think um it was somebody random but somebody somebody told meredith already they're like yeah well if you if you do wind up doing honey uh keep keep our number and let us know so we can buy it um it's not hard to sell. There's, as a matter of fact, the honey that we, well, I think I just used like the last drop the other day. Uh, but the, the local honey that we were doing right now is from some lady actually just right over the hill here, like two minutes away um, that I found on next door. She just posted and was like, Hey, we have local honey for sale. Uh, you know, come through Venmo, whatever. And um, that's the first time we've gotten it from her. Usually we go to farmer's markets and different things like that, but. Yeah, I'd love to raise it myself for sure. 
And I know, I think uh, Sarah from the group is planning on doing it uh, or even has the kit and is just waiting until it gets warm. Is that right, babe? Or is that? Actually, it sounds like everybody's planning on doing it, which is why they were like, yeah, you should totally do it when I asked them whether I should ask for sourdough stuff for Christmas or beekeeping stuff for Christmas. Um, But then we chickened out and went with sourdough instead, which has been the best choice. I am going to get so fat. No, the, yeah, the sourdough stuff is all really paid off. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we even found a spot where we could like put a hive and everything. But one, it just costs a lot to get started with all the things that you need to put the right stuff. Yeah. Right. Two, I don't like getting stung and neither does he, which means no one's going to want to take care of it right now which is generally the problem that we have. Like if things are successful, it's because everyone in our house wants to pay attention to it. And that is not what would be the case with bees right now. So that's kind of why we're going back and forth on whether we should do it or not. Well, plus also um, <laughs> it's not just that we're pussies about getting stung, <laughs> even even though that's a big, yes, it, is. it definitely is. Well, that's a big part of it, but also, you know, in terms of moving, like, that would that would be a whole other thing, <laughs> you know. It's not like it's not like moving a dresser, for example. <laughs> so there's some practical considerations, but it is it is under consideration. And I think uh, I think Chris and Sarah are going to do it too, right? Or no? Yeah, both the Sarahs. They were the ones that were putting peer pressure on me to do it. Yeah, yeah. My uh, father-in-law Neil. Um, did it for a long time so if you and he may have some equipment that he'd be willing to offload so uh just keep that in mind as a resource yeah for sure does he so does he not do it anymore not anymore he um not that he lost i don't know he said other priorities yeah in his downtime so um but yeah, he did it. He did it for a long time. They had, they had, uh, they had a stockpile of the honey that he had. We are still working through, I think, some of the last of his stock um, that we that he gave us. Nice. Yeah, local honey is really good for you. I'm sorry, I really interrupted stuff. <laughs> no, I mean this is on topic. It's not like we were talking about anything else. It's just open line Friday, man. It's a free flow of information, free flow of community ideas. Speaking of the community ideas, the lady that you had mentioned that said that we should reach out if we ended up getting any honey this summer, she was the lady that I actually was trying to barter with to get items for that mixer. Um, Do people... How does everybody on here feel about bartering? And are you brave enough to try it on like Facebook Marketplace and stuff like that? Have you done it before? We do it locally around here. Um, especially guys will barter uh, ammo for other things. Um, eggs, corn, during the summer, especially when gardens are coming in. Uh, guys will barter ammo. They'll barter cars atvs side by sides it, it's something never never really went away down here people still do it um they've done it through we have like a local like a trade paper where people put in ads 
do I have this I'm wanted or looking for or for sale? And people just get in contact with each other. It may be a little bit different in a city where you really don't know people, but around here you kind of know who you're dealing with and who you should be dealing with. You have a paper that does it? That's awesome. But like here, people barely oh, barely know each other's existence. <laughs> now we have a the town I grew up in actually, they have a small newspaper, but they also print a penny pincher type barter paper. And um, it covers about nine counties. And so everybody can kind of call or email or whatever. It's just it's still mostly done through phone calls. But yeah, every week they print out, it's like, you know, maybe seven pages long of just classified ads, people for sale or wanting to trade or looking for. That's badass. Contact yeah. See, when we moved here, it was like, oh, everybody talks to each other and people like say hello. And then COVID killed everything. So no one talks to each other anymore at all. It's worse than where we were before. But hey, we have trees now. And like I said, you're welcome to come down for a visit anytime. I think if y'all came down and got a good dose, you would see it's not as backward as the media portrays as we are. Oh, yeah, for sure. I I could tell you that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, we don't really look that, that, that far south, but... Uh... We could. We could. How far away are you from here, Hango? Like hours like hours? Uh, shoot, seven. That's not terrible. It's a good, a good seven to eight hours. It's a good day's drive. We just have uh, all of our family here. So, you know, that definitely plays into, like, decision-making and hunting. Oh, I understand it for sure. Um, I mean, even Tink's mom is a good two hours away from us. But, you know, we can get there and, you know... Two and a half hours, no big deal. Um, not to change the subject, but Addison, you'll be receiving a robe next week, early, probably sometime. You son of a bitch! I, I, when you said that in the Wizards, I was actually thinking about that the other day. When did I think about that? It was, it was like the middle of the night last night. I woke up, and for some reason, it just popped in my head that you had said that, and I was like, I wonder if that dude is serious. <laughs> Well, because you said that, because you said that I mentioned on the show, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, 100% send me the link because I want to take a look at it. And then you said to me and Matt, you were like, yo, uh, I'm not going to send you the link. I'm going to send you a robe. And I was like, oh, he's just BS and like, you know, he'll send the link or whatever. And then, yeah, but I guess you weren't BSing. When have I ever lied to you? That's true. That's when I say something and you say that's bullshit, then I send you a picture or a video of it and you're like, holy shit, he's serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a thing. I can't send me the picture of Matt <clears throat> wearing the robe. What about it? Can you send me the picture of Matt wearing the robe? I didn't see oh, it. Yeah. I heard it on the podcast, but I'm like, I got to see this robe after you're talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the picture. It's uh, it's really something. <laughs> I can't tell you the number of times that Addison just like, spins around in his chair and goes, that son of a bitch did it again. <laughs> Yo, you talking about Hango? Yeah, for when Hango's done something in your life. Well, he um, is he is got- pretty much single-handedly sponsoring Watercast at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you a blue robe. Hope that's okay. Uh, blue is my color, dude. A black one. 
I didn't think you, I think you would want a black one or a gray one or a red one since red's more my color and of course Matt has taken gray, which I don't blame him. Great color. Uh, so I got you blue. Yeah. Blue's my color, man. That's, that's what I, uh, yeah. and that's my wife's favorite color on me. So yeah, you knocked it out of the park. It's a very sexy color. Well, uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to find the picture right now. I'm going to send it to you, mom. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. I just sent it to you. <laughs> it's the one where he looks like a Jedi in the kitchen. It's such a great picture. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's the picture. <laughs> yeah. It looks pretty comfy. It is. It is an extremely cozy robe. Yeah. So, so they come in purple. <laughs> I don't know. Hango, do they come in purple? Uh, I'm not sure. I usually only buy things for men because women have leached off men for so long. They can get their own stuff. <laughs> Agreed. So I'm, not Agreed. Sure Agreed. I'm not sure what color the women's come in. Speaking of leeching, babe, that means everyone in our house has a robe besides me. So it's time for you to buy me one. Okay, great. Uh, we'll see. Actually, we'll see. you know, I think all guests. Mayor, we can go shopping. All all guests on the Hango show get a robe as part of their parting gift. So Meredith, I'll, yes. I'll there. So I should have two robes then. That's what you're saying. No, one per customer, one one per guest. That's it. <laughs> one per guest. Hi, Micah. Hey, Vicky. How are you? I'm good. Trying to stay warm. Yeah, is it cold in your apartment? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's cold literally everywhere. It's the worst. It's warm my, my house, so I keep having to go outside for those stupid quail. This is the life what? you've chosen. Yes, they give me things. <laughs> That's true, but we have uh, we we have had a number of frozen eggs over the last two weeks, so we got three more today. Yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, you'll probably get a few more tomorrow too. Well, the thing is, because it's like at this point, you we have no, you know, because they they don't lay on a schedule like that. You know, they lay when they're ready to lay an egg. So there's really no other solution other than like, I mean, what do you, you know, and they're so small. Like, what are we going to do? Like, go out there every half hour and make sure there's no eggs because that, that would be the only way to find them before they freeze at this rate. You know, when it's this cold. I mean, you have two children. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Well, Elsie's favorite thing to do now is take eggs and throw them outside because now she sees what eggs do when they freeze because they just like expand and crack the shell, but they don't leak because they're frozen. And she thinks it's super cool. So today we had to get rid of a couple of eggs from our incubator. And she was like, oh, can I please take them outside? And she just like tossed them outside. And then she waits to see how long it takes until they freeze. She's hilarious. I love her so much. And that's how we teach science at the uh, Todd Family Academy. <laughs> In between, you know, the actual candling of things and deciding whether chickens are alive or not, you know, it's fine. Did you guys do any um, snow ice cream with them this year? No, we tried to do some like frozen candy things and it didn't really work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were just spending a lot of time playing outside and that was the focus. So I just let them do that. And I stayed warm rather than going outside to do snow ice cream. 
I support you. My house is literally set at 77 degrees because I cannot be cold. 77? Are you shitting me? It's cold in my house. Well, it's not really cold. In I was going to say, no, it's up, not. There's up, no way upstairs, it's possibly cold. It's set like that because upstairs in my bedroom, the windows are so big. It's the coldest room in the house. It's colder upstairs than it is in my basement. 77. Unbel- Aaron, did you hear that? Unbelievable. It's the opposite for me. If I turn if I turn the heat on down here so it's warm, then my room gets roasting. So I have to freeze down here so that I have to keep it cool up there. I would rather <laughs> be roasting. I would rather roast. I hate the cold so so much. <laughs> I hate sleeping in a hot room. Yeah. We'll switch. You can live in my townhouse during the winter. <laughs> Anga, what was your uh what was your high high temperature down there if you can jump on and tell me today what was what was the temperature today yes. and we can only we can barely hear you for some reason are you sitting on the mic no i had to charge my phone so i had to take the microphone out oh that's why that must be the mic that's built into your phone that just sounds like poop um yeah i don't know i uh, the problem with going south to where it's warm is I don't know, in the States, there's there's not a lot of places that I would really want to go to get really warm. I definitely don't want to go to Florida and South Texas. I, don't, I just don't want to be that close to the border. <laughs> no, I mean, summers here are brutal. They can be. That's just the other thing. It's a trade-off. Depressing. Um, but yeah, you would invest in a good air conditioner and you just, you're, you're toughing out pretty much July and August. That's the worst part. August, especially. I don't know how we haven't evolved gills to breathe in the humidity down here, but it's pretty much water. Um, the, the summers are very, very brutal, but you're getting communities who are willing to help you when things go sideways. And, you know, there's a lot of places around here, they still don't even lock their doors at night. Uh, you're not stacked on top of each other in a living area. When Jay came down, I, you know, I, we were going on old state highways. And it's just like a house. Then it'd be three miles. There's another house. Five miles. There's another house. I said, these, these people have lived in this area for generations. They just never moved to a town because they like being left alone. And that's the most perfect thing ever where you can be by yourself and have some land and know that if things do go sideways, my neighbor three miles down the road has got my back. Yeah. 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 You can't put a price on that these days. It doesn't feel like. I want that so bad. Leave me alone. But also be close enough that I can say, Hey, and come bother you. Yeah. You guys are trying to move far away from me. Shh. Don't tell Don't tell her that that's actually the plan. <laughs> You know she's coming with us. <laughs> I'm here for you, Marika. I'm not going anywhere. Thanks, Vicky. At least somebody cares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want to... Did wanna... tell you about that one property he found, Vicky, that had a mother-in-law house? Does it have a sister-in-law house, too? <laughs> no, it has one house, but you are <laughs> both welcome to bid for it. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> 
No, I showed Meredith the house earlier tonight that I was looking at. And it wasn't in this area either. She would be moving away. So no judgment. but, But it's like closer to where you guys are actually looking to move. So like in terms of being rural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want a minimum of five acres. Minimum of five acres. Well, this only has 0. 0.75 acres, but it's got four bedrooms and 2,100 square feet. Oh, my gosh. What are you going to do deck. in there? I think I'm going to take uh, some socks and put them on and just, like, slip and slide through the house. Because it's all hardwood floors. Through all the bedrooms? Yeah. Yeah. And then I would have maybe some dance parties. Oh my in God. There for myself. And very loud music because I could play it as loud as I want because I wouldn't have any neighbors. And plenty of places for your niece and nephew to stay over. Wait, say that again. I said with plenty of places for your niece and nephews to stay over. Correct. All the places. Yeah, my only requirement is minimum of five acres. And I want to be able to uh, open my front door and shoot bullets out of it and it not be a problem. Oh, my gosh. That's your whole goal? Those are my requirements. You don't You don't even have, like, minimum bedroom amount? No. Nope. must be five acres. Yeah, minimum. You can shoot out my front door. Yeah, minimum of five acres, and I want to be able to shoot out my front door. Wow. That's setting the bar pretty low. I mean, bedroom count you can always work with. This this technically is in a three-bedroom house, and, you know, we fit in here fine. I mean, you know, it's getting cramped as we go along. But, but yeah, <laughs> all, all that other stuff is stuff you can work with, man. The uh, Those are the two requirements that pretty much, for me, put everything else under the one umbrella. Honestly, I, I really like the layout of y'all's house. Yeah, oh, yeah. I really like it. I it's just wish we door to our bedroom. Yeah, that. Wish you could add more to your bedroom. No, she wishes there was a door uh, in our be- oh, to our bedroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not not great because it's not technically a bedroom. Technically, our house only yeah. has two bedrooms, and we are right. on the in the attic. You're in the attic, yeah. It's, it's not, a cool space up there, though. Yeah, and it's not really really an attic like people. But yeah, it is technically the attic. <laughs> technicalities what addison did you see where the mod from the r anti-work subreddit went on fox news bro bro be serious with yourself (laughs) you know i've seen that shit and you know i think it's the funniest thing i've seen in some time (laughs) that i i have not watched uh the thing yet but and i was just kind of avoiding it but i knew it happened and i was reading all the headlines and stuff like that and then No Agenda finally played some clips from it. And then I was like, I kind of want to go watch the whole thing now just to laugh. <laughs> yeah. What did Meredith say? Yeah. What happened? Yeah, tell her what happened. Yeah. Why, why, why don't you tell us, Hango, since you brought it up. What's your three to five sentences? What it, give, us a, give us the cliff notes. Well, there's a whole story, story arc to it. I've been watching. <laughs> I've been monitoring our anti-work for a while. Anti-work subreddit believes that. You shouldn't have to work, period, yeah. in your life or anything. Uh, there are varying varying levels of that in the subreddit, but that was kind of how it was 
set up to start. Um, and they did a poll last week, a week before maybe, uh, because it had been gaining traction on mainstream media outlets because of you know people not going to work, people quitting jobs and everything else. And they had set up a poll on the subreddit and said, should we do an interview? And it was overwhelmingly no. Don't say shit to shit to anybody in the mainstream media. One of the mods is like, I'm going on Fox News. And in three minutes, <laughs> they buried the entire subreddit. Yeah. Because the person who went on there was like, yeah, I don't think you should have to. What the kicker was when they said, I think laziness is a virtue. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they believe they're not going to buy into the whole capitalist, you know, work for a living deal. And they asked the person, you know, well, do you work? Well, I work about 20 to 25 hours a week as a dog walker. And whoever the guy was on Fox says, do you not aspire to do anything else? Yeah, I would like to be a teacher. And they said, what do you want to teach? And he said, philosophy. And they ended the segment there. Yep, yep. <laughs> and apparently... But the whole subreddit fell apart after that. Yeah. Well, because can you imagine how how much depression will go up if if everybody decides not to work? Like, I I genuinely believe that human beings they're not made to work, but there's something in them that needs to work, you know, to feel valuable to themselves. I don't know. When you when you, when you do accomplish things, that's the, right. That's, that's yeah. That's like a good way to put it. It's not just a job; it's accomplishments. It's achievements. It's uh, the you know the sweat of your brow and the work of your hands accomplishing something and making your life better because of it. Um, yeah. So, is my audio okay, everybody? Yeah, it sound great. Yeah, yeah you good. you sound pretty yeah. hot. Yeah. Okay, I just I'm I'm in my truck right now. Um, but yeah, so it was interesting watching that. Yeah, I watched the interview the day it happened or the day after it it happened. Um. And they like the anti work subreddit went private um, early that morning, the day after the interview because it was disastrous. Um, and the the interviewer was very condescending, which of course that plays to his audience. I don't blame him for that, but I do blame him for being condescending. Like hear the guy out, but you know it bordered on ridicule a little bit. But of all the people, like. That a subreddit that big with that many people, like you could, you could think, like, like make a post and be like, Hey, who has professional on camera experience as a presenter, you know, or at least trained in it? Like, the, the guy it was from his living room, he wasn't dressed, his hair was a mess. Like, it was just there was no little or no thought that went into it and, and being prepared, you know what I mean? But why would he put any effort into it? Because he doesn't want to work. So why would he put any work into his appearance? That's a exactly. very good point. Yeah. And uh, Hango, correct me if I'm wrong. wasn't wasn't it a Wasn't it a he, she, they, them uh, alphabet people situation? Yes. yes, it was a trans person. Yeah, and oh, uh, well, person is generous, I, but go, go ahead. Well, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know how they did identify the reason I referred to them as them and they. Right. Uh, you know, call me a liberal, but I don't want to, I don't want to dead name somebody and get 
knocked off. Oh, I can't get knocked off a network. We're on a private network. Oh yeah, yeah bro. So. Tripod broadcasting did nobody can pull us down. We'll beam this except shit from you. the satellites. Yeah, except me. Yeah. Our uh, my corporate overlord. Maybe I should join anti work. Oh my god. Well, why do you, why do you think I brought you on? As soon as I found out you were a Freemason, I was like, oh shit, I got to get in good with those guys. <laughs> you got one. That's right. I already got one on my team. Um, no, and and then I saw something else, and I don't know. I, like I said, I haven't been keeping up with it a ton. Um, but d- did the person admit to some sort of prior crime that I saw, or is that is that was that conjecture, or, or is that does anybody know about that? I had heard that on a couple headlines that they had some uh, sexual assault like charges in the past, but I never saw anything proven. So I don't know. Yeah. I didn't mention that because I wasn't for sure if it was legitimate or not. Uh, I think I remember what it was. Um, they had made a, made a post in their in their past about how they had had drunken sex with someone who was also drunk, and so that there wasn't consent given, so that they the person felt guilty because that could technically be rape or assault, you know. Um, so yeah, it was self-admitted. There was never a, a crime, you know, a, a police report filled out or anything, but yeah, they admitted to drunkenly having sex with another drunk person. Shameful, shameful. Right. Well, I guess that means, uh, now that this has happened to, to our anti-work though, I guess that means that, uh, communism is dead. Long live freedom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. No, it's funny, man. I, I think I've mentioned it on the show before. And that, that, uh, tele- telegram channel, fragile communism, it's, it's, <laughs> they've been, you know, so you asked about our anti-work or had I seen that hang up? Like that's the majority of where I've been seeing that kind of stuff is just people posting memes and shit posting at how, like, I mean, you know, poll over on 4chan has really, really been taking them. She, they, them to the cleaners <laughs> over the whole damn interview. Not just not, you know, not just their, their sexuality, but it's been. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been a roasting. What what drives me up the wall about the whole anti-work um, anarcho-communist idea is that their rallying cries eat the rich. Right. There's not that many rich people. So once you eat the few that are rich, well, now you're just pulling middle class into the rich section. So you're going to eat them, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, then when all the middle class is gone. You're going to start eating each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Do, yeah you, do you not know the trajectory of communism? That That is the trajectory. That's exactly how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing that's interesting was just how, you know, he was talking about 20 to 25 hours a week, which is where I work personally, but that's working in my job, not working as like a human working toward having a better life and, you know, finding ways to make myself not be part of the consumer system and providing for ourselves and our family. Aren't these the same people who believe in ultra taxation? So is is this person paying taxes on their 25 hours a week of dog walking or is that just cash in their pocket? Are they dodging taxes on this? Well, they would have to be. I'm Well, I mean, I, I guess not. I mean, there's a way that you can do it where you pay taxes on that kind of thing. But most people that do that do those kinds of things, those kinds of gigs, you know, the gig economy. And I, I mean, I think that's exactly the mindset behind. Remember, everyone was like, oh, you know, why does Biden want to track six hundred dollars or less? Because so many people 
our driving DoorDash and whatever else, and also doing a little bit of this and also doing a little bit of that. And, and so, yeah, like they're, they are getting away without paying taxes. And if you can get it down to $600, well, it's like, well, nobody's going to do anything unless it pays at least $600. Well, I'm not advocating for taxation in the least. If they can get away with not paying taxes on 25 hours of work a week, that's great. But my point is, it's very hypocritical to demand higher taxation and then not pay your fair share. But this is the same group of people that doesn't want to work for anything and have it all handed to them. So it makes sense that that would be their logic, right? Like, I should just have it handed to me, so why should I have to contribute in taxes if I don't have to contribute in work? Well, like any any mainstream political ideology, it's rules for thee but not for me. Correct. So they want the rich to be taxed, but, you know, but not them because they don't have anything because they haven't worked for anything. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well, and that's the whole thing. Like what if everybody had that mindset of like, I just don't want to work. What do we have? It's not even that. And sorry that my phone keeps dropping me, but it's about not becoming part of the system. Like, if you don't want to work or pay taxes or do whatever, like, okay, figure out a way to provide for yourself that's outside of that box. Make make a way for yourself that doesn't require you to be under someone else or whatever, you know. But I agree, Hangle. I think the next thing that's going to happen is rather than just worrying about the $600 of income, if people start stepping away even from that, it's going to go into, okay, well, you bartered for something, so the government needs to get its percentage off of that too, personal property type situations. I'm pretty sure they already do. Well, they, they, can make they a, try to, I think. Say. They can make a claim on bartered items and some around the IRS. I don't know about state taxes, but I'm sure the IRS can. It's like, uh, I don't know if you've seen the, the images had been going around for a while, pulled from the IRS website about how to claim taxes on illegally sold drugs and stolen property. Uh, stolen <laughs> yes, property. <laughs> I'll get right on that, bro. All right. Yes, I'll tell you for sure. The IRS is in the uh, under the same umbrella as the ATF for me. <laughs> I'm I'm not sure how many taxes are owed on 200 kilos of cocaine a year. I'm sure I can figure it out. I'll get with my CPA. Right. <laughs> Let me talk to my guy at H&R Block, like Michael Scott says. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, somebody call Jay. What's he got to say about it? Yeah, exactly. How do I? <laughs> he still needs to tell me where I need to send money that nobody can get a hold of it. I got to. Can we do offshore, Jay? How does this work? What money you got that needs to go offshore? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hmm. It's all that drug money. By the way, speaking of, this program is brought to you by (laughs) MyDelta8.com. We're adding new items daily. Anyways, well, anybody got anything else? If anyone wanted an update, I have at least six chickens that are alive. For now. I'm still waiting on my pictures. Angel, shut up. This is extremely important to me. I don't think you understand how much attention I have been giving these stupid eggs. Hango, she's been praying for these chickens. That's the problem. You're putting you're putting too much thought into it. What, let's, let's hang on. I have small children that will be devastated if we get zero. You understand that? 
It will be a yeah. whole thing. There are people coming to my house to see my eggs hatch. <laughs> Wait, are there? Yeah, my mom, for one. And Vicky. Oh. And yeah, I told them to call me. Okay, well, I was planning on being there, but I didn't know like it was a party. This is like a <laughs> well, party. you know, <laughs> if awesome. we only have one hatch, it may be a very short party. <laughs> we'll just love that one. We'll be like, oh, hey, thanks for coming. Yeah, Meredith's taking wings. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather raised hogs for a long time. And the biggest mistake you can make when raising any kind of livestock is getting attached to them. Yes. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> bingo. Or right. any kind of animal. <laughs> Don't start naming your chickens. Don't start naming your quail. <laughs> like <laughs> they are there for sustenance. They are not no, there for pets. Yeah, we named our quail. <laughs> we named our quail names from the Hunger Games after we had like 17 of them get slaughtered. It was just a joke then. We were Maybe like, not. let's see which Ever. one's going to get eaten left next. What's the district that they're from? Like, it became a whole thing. So they all have names from the Hunger Games because they're going to get slaughtered at some point by something. Okay, well, there you go. Stop naming your animals that you're going to use for sustenance. Agreed. Do you name your, do you name your, your ears of corn? It Are you going to naming your bees? I named my car. That's just retarded. Is that different? Is it really? Yes, that's Tango, autism. I heard you have a new toy. No, there's a whole story behind that too. So, mm. I was supposed to pick up a, a a jeep this week before I came back to work, and uh, the night before we went, I told Tank, I said, "Man, I got I need to get the title for my for my car from when I traded in." And she, I think it's over at the other house where I have like my three gun safes where I keep all our important papers and stuff in. So I go over there. It's not in the safe. Not in any of the safes. So I call her and I said, did, did the bank send us the title after I paid that car off? And she said, well, I remember them saying they were going to send it out within the next 14 days. The next day I wake up and call the bank or I call like our uh, county courthouse, the tax assessor's office. And they said, oh, that bank never took the lien off that car. Oh. And so now there are a few things that get me pissed off, but two of them are dealing with the government and dealing with a bank. And when <laughs> I got to deal with them at the same time, I, I can't stand it. I just see red. I go into rage mode. So I have to call the bank. Oh, yeah, I see. We never took that lien off. We'll get that title out as soon as we can. I'm like, okay. So now I'm waiting on, waiting on a bank. And then I have to wait on, a, on the government to get me my title titled in my name so I can trade this car in to get the one that I want. So I'm hoping it'll all be done by the time I'm off on Thursday. But I highly doubt it. Yeah, I highly doubt it as well. Sadly, I'm, so not, I'm, not, I'm, being a, I'm not being a dick. But yeah, that's... I, I, I know the exact shoes that you're in because I've been in very similar ones. And yeah, yeah, that sounds like the America that I know and love. <laughs> yes, all we need is is more government interference and, you know, free trade. Something that I thought I already owned. But no, the bank said, no, 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 you don't own it yet. Even though you paid us all this money for this vehicle, uh, legally, it's still in our name. So 
Yep. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it until they decide to uh, prove it. Nothing I can do. Sorry for bringing up a touchy subject. <laughs> oh, it's o- it's okay. Uh, Pink got a pretty good ear beaten about it the other day, even though it wasn't her fault. Yeah. It was no fault. It was the bank's fault. But I was just, I, I hate having, you know, I, have, I work seven days on and I have seven days off. So in seven days, I can get everything I need to get done, done, much like God. And so <laughs> I had everything planned out so that when I got off work last Thursday morning, I could get things in motion to get this done before I came back to work last night. And because of a bank and the government, there was nothing else I could do to fix this. I hate leaving things out in the wind before I go back to work. It drives me up the wall. Did they give you a reason why they didn't do it? Or did they just over, was it an oversight? Sorry. We, we just, we never took the lane off. I'm sorry. Well, okay. th- at least they said sorry. Well, I hadn't talked to a woman, so what do you expect? Ooh, well, they, she should apologize twice then. Mm-mm-mm. You know, she wasn't the one who loaned the money, of course, because she didn't have any. But she was the one that put on the phone. Mm-hmm. The Hashtag all women. All women. Hashtag all women. Mm-hmm. It's our We're most. Talk about things that Say again. If we're hold up, sorry. Matt likes to juggle his phone and and attempt to make points when I when I do uh, open line Friday. Okay, there we're he talking is. about things that piss us off. We're talking about things that piss us off. Got up this morning, woke up about nine thirty, hanging out in bed. Didn't really need to get up out of bed till quarter past ten. Forrest knew I was up, so she immediately starts meowing, which normally she'll meow, and uh, eventually she'll stop. This time she meowed, came back downstairs, jumped on my bed, and took a big old piss on my bed, with me still in it. (laughs) So um, I don't have a cat anymore. So, Oh, no shit? No, she's still here. I don't she know. Got beaten, though. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I don't know if that happened to me. I would probably. I don't know. That may, that may be the final straw. And I know that's not the first time that's happened to you either. <laughs> no, it's not. She's well, been. She's it's been almost a year. Oh. Like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Cat, cats are all every once in a while. Well. And I, I had two days off from work. She was constantly going in and out, in and out, be out for 20 minutes, do her business, come back in. So I don't know why this time she took umbrage. It's probably because, actually, no, it's probably because I, she does this thing where she sleeps on me and I wouldn't let her do it last night and this morning. I kept shoving her off. So that's well, probably she part of it. on your bed. Yeah. Despite you. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and you can't. You you, you, you got to soak. Like I got I got to soak my comforter in like vinegar now mm-hmm. to to get it out. Yeah, that's how I started my day. Anyway, but, well, I've long said that um, cats should never have been domesticated. I mean, that's your problem. You have cats. 
I have a cat that I'm waiting to die. I trained my kids to do all kinds of things to cats. When... <laughs> yeah. That's where Addison gets it from. That's where... I was going to say, I feel like we need to talk about that because, uh, yikes. Cats are, cats are terrible pets. Like they, they, when I say they should have never been domesticated, I'm not kidding. They're not an inside, like for some reason the West is infatuated with them and it's, oh yeah, cats, cats, cat ladies, cats. And it's like, no, they're, they're fucking horrible pets. Like they're not loyal. They're not nice. They don't listen. They don't, they're not even there's there's honestly no reason to have them around at all. They're terrible animals. Two weeks ago, you were in my basement petting Forrest. Oh, don't be a Jew. Don't be a Jew. Don't bring that up right now. Okay. All right. I was baked. It's just like he, it's just was, like, and then at Sarah's house, he has a dog all over him, just hanging out with him all day. He's a little... He just forgets how much he loves them when they're not around. Mm, or he just likes their attention. I was baked and the cat jumped up on my lap. Who was I to not give it a little petting? That does not change the fact that they're terrible animals. I don't know if I was baked or drunk or something and some guy that I didn't like jumped on my lap, he'd be on the floor. So <laughs> I don't know. No comment. <laughs> Matt, are you using the mic? Is it is it working okay? I haven't you. No, I'm not using I it right now, but I I did use it, try it out. Yeah, it, it works good. Right. Um, Addison's doing that thing that uh, a lot of men do. Hashtag all men, which is pretend to hate something that they secretly like. That's that is not the case with cats, my friend. Believe me. Is that what's going on? Days and Christmas and Uh Micah. Yep. Yep. Oh, he loves me. He pretends to not like me, but he loves me. Keep your mouth shut, Matt. Um. No, I. I, Well, I could tell some stories, but I won't. (laughs) Cats. Cats are something I do Vicky, truly thank hate. Thank you for joining us today. Would you like to tell us these stories? Because we're interested. Oh, I better I better keep my mouth shut. Exactly. Um, Where's Abigail when you need her? She would say. She's got to work early in the morning. Uh, are you at work, Matt? I was going to ask you that. Seems like you would have been or. No, I left a while ago. Nice. Well, we could have done one like this and just had it chambered, but I figured I'd do open line Friday since everybody liked it so much last week. Keep keep doing it. People like it. It's a fun. I I, I, I the last week's episode. Well, yeah, and that's, uh, you know, I didn't think about it that way before, but now that I think about it, that's a way to get you to listen to the show. Because if I do them without you, well, then of course you'll always listen. You'll be like, "Oh, you know, what con- what conversation did Daddy have?" But because uh, I know you don't listen if if uh, it's just us. Well, do you listen to it? Yeah, I put it together. I put the intros in. Yeah, I do when you edit it. When you edit it. Yeah. 
Well, that doesn't count because you're doing work for the podcast. Yeah, well, true, but I still listen. If I was paying somebody else to do it, I'd still probably listen too to make sure they did what I wanted them to. There you go. Um, but but yeah, the open line Friday thing is a lot of fun. Are you doing multi track recording tonight or no? Oh boy, um, I am, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm because and, and Meredith can vouch for this. I had a just an absolute hell of a time editing the one that just went up and I, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to stick with it. I, I don't know if it's going to be worth it in the long run because so the problem is it's not really a problem, but there has been one update since the Mixcast cast came out, which has been less than a year. It's only been eight, six, eight months. Maybe there has been one update for their editing software, which my understanding was it made a lot of improvements. Um. However, there are still, as can be imagined, because, you know, it's a software built by a company who's not a software company. They built it to bundle with this board. And so it's not bad, but it is not near good. Put it that way. So combine that with a learning curve and the fact that I was doing a two hour episode on a brand new piece of software that I've never used once in my life. Yeah. Uh, that there's a reason that that went up at like one thirty AM because I was literally sitting up screwing with it until then. Um, but I did do this one in multi-track and I'm going to put my best foot forward and, you know, see, because there's a lot of it is workflow. I'm just super used to audacity and how it works. And I mean, you know, I've done 300 some odd episodes, you know, just in audacity. Um, and now yeah, but I'm 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 I'll be making a decision as to whether or not it's worth it to keep doing it or not because it does add an incredible amount of functionality. I mean, it's it's you know it's like a, and I was telling Meredith this as I was frustrated with this one that just went up. I said, you know, this is our best sounding episode ever for sure, but at what cost? <laughs> so you know, I I don't actually get paid to do the show, so it's kind of like at a certain point I'm like, well, how many hours can I really put into making this sound the way I want. Yeah. I was going to ask you if you use the proprietary uh, editing they sent with that, or if you used audacity, Yeah, uh, but I, I as you said you did. Uh, they, they sounded great. Uh, you could really tell that the, the processing was, it did a great job. Matt, Matt sounded buttery smooth during that episode. Big difference. Yeah. No, it was easily our best sounding episode ever. I mean, and that that I mean that is obviously due to the to the new mics and you know the some of the functionality that I have with this board. I mean, I'm able to pull out, which is probably what you noticed and probably what you're talking about. I'm able to pull out almost all room noise from, you know, where we do the show at Matt's, which, as you know, having been down there yourself to Tripod One. Like that is no easy feat. Like that, that room is not set up to record things in just, and then I'm not pointing fingers. It's just, it's just not, you know? And, but yeah, now, now that I, you know, between the board and the processing and the mics, it, it sounds really, really good. So, and see, that's the thing too. I'm trading off. I'm like, well, you know, the functionality of making edits to the show multi-track is, would, would really, really help. Right. So like coughs, I can pull out, you know, specific channels and things like that. But 
with the improvement in the sound with the mics and the board and everything else, I can probably, I'm thinking maybe since it's just the two of us, you know, if we're doing three, four, whoever, that's one thing. But since it's just the two of us, it's like I can hack together, um, you know, just, just the one track with me and Matt and any kind of pads I want to put in pretty easily, I think. And I, and I won't have to screw with the multi-track because, and that's another thing too. So when I record a multi-track dude, the, the, this past week's episode, all the tracks, everything together, the damn thing was like 10 gigabytes, you know? And, and so I really only have the space on my 10 year old Asus computer <laughs> to do about one of those at a time and, and nothing else. Like I can't, you know, so yeah, I'm, th- I'm thinking I'm going to close the page on it and then, and then just make use of how good it's going to sound because of the new board and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. And then I'll probably keep an eye out. And then if Tascam updates the software, you know, maybe I'll check it out again, record something else. But that's another thing too. Now that I'm doing a show with my son, um, I have a 30 minute episode, 15 to 30 minute episode that I'm, that I'm doing a week with him just for, just for fun. And so I, I do record that in multi-track just so I can like learn more, play with the software more, that kind of thing. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. Have you heard the latest from the convoy in Ottawa? Mm, what's the latest? Apparently, GoFundMe has deleted the Canada's Freedom Convoy fundraiser mm. for violating terms of a service, stating the that stating quote the peaceful demonstration has become an occupation now. Yeah. So nine million dollars in funds will be sent to credible charities. In quotes. So, oh, so they're stealing the money. Yeah. Uh, yes, they are. And I wasn't sure if you were talking about that. Cause I had seen that hango, but I had also seen, and I, I don't know if it's verified. I, I don't, you know, it wasn't really super reliable where I saw this. Uh, but I had also seen that the police, I guess had, um, I guess they've been meeting with the organizers in terms of demands and things like that. Well, and apparently they decided they're like, oh, we're going to, we're going to play ice hockey. And in order to, in order to come, come to a consensus, I don't know. That feels fake to me, but I did see that because I believe they're all still there. Everybody's just sitting there waiting for, uh, I don't know, Trudeau to back down or whatever. Well, I saw that they had moved Trudeau to an undisclosed location earlier in the week. Yeah. And 4chan figured it out like in 47 minutes where he was at. Yeah. Yeah. I did see that too. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of autism. No, a hundred percent dude. It's, it's weaponized autism. Just a bunch of little puzzle pieces running around out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's pretty crazy what they can do. Like when they, when they really put their minds to it, um, it's kind of like, yikes <laughs> you it really makes you wonder how much computing power is out there among all the retards that just can't get harnessed in the right way <laughs> we could have done landed on the moon again no reason to go back oh you don't think so huh huh interesting i never thought about it that way yeah me and my boys already took care of everything up there it's all locked down <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well no comment you know, there, there is actually, there is, there is a scholar, uh, who, who I am a fan of 
And and that's his whole thing. He says he, he his whole thing is that we went and the reason we haven't gone back is because of what we found in terms of ancient artifacts or, or whatever else. I don't know. I would say we hadn't went back because of what we left. Ah, okay. There's there's another take too. Yeah. So basically like like the joke you were making a second ago, we, we, we did the job, whatever that is, for whoever, and it's completed. And so, you know, why go back? Exactly. I mean, it's like, you know, Spain came and conquered Mexico, and then they went back home. <laughs> no so, reason to come back, yeah. They're getting the gold and silver now. What else do we need? Well, that's an interesting point. Yeah, for some reason, because, I mean, you know, I mean, and I, I know you don't like the science denial or what have you, but dude, I mean, that line among all, the idea that we lost the technology when I have a hundred times that amount of that technology in my hand, it's just like, okay, you know, no, <laughs> there's no, there, you know, and, and obviously who's to say who really knows, but it's like, come on, we didn't lose the technology. And if we did, then you're telling me that, you know, I don't know, Bezos and Elon can't tangle their dicks together enough to figure it out again. There's no way. There's no way. But yeah, maybe we, uh, maybe everything up there has been completed. No need to go back. Anyhow, anybody got anything else? Because if not, I will wrap it up. I'm not afraid to, not afraid to call it. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't have anything else. Really get cleaned up and settle in for the night. Nope. Look like you're about to say something, Hango. Check out the tripodbroadcasting.com website. Uh, all the good shows are there, including the Hango show, which uh, Meredith Todd will be making a second appearance on this coming week. So we'll see. I think you. Uh, I think you still have to speak to her manager, but you know we can get into it. <laughs> yeah, Hango, you and I can talk later. Sounds good. Or- Gone to two managers now. Yay. I'm the main manager here. <laughs> uh well anybody's anyways, uh thanks everybody for tuning in. Thanks everybody for, for for participating and uh yeah, open line Friday. See you guys. Please clap. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal yeah, live. Whatever you say, liberal. Okay, okay, liberal. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.